Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Couldn't be more proud of Kyrie and, and a young player, right, in this situation here and how he handled it, how he stayed mentally tough. He kept working and he comes back and helps us in a huge way last night with that interception in the end zone down there in the red zone. So I think it's another great example and a testament to him of perseverance and hard work and keeping yourself believing in oneself and even though what it seems like sometimes many around you or in this case the outside world isn't. And that's sometimes what happens through the journey of a season. That's Bill's head, head coach Sean McDermott talking about Kyrie Elam. Kyrie Elam's his first ever interception I think came off Patrick Mahomes, actually, uh, first drive of the game. Mahomes tried to fit it in on uh, third down or fourth down. I think it was the third down, and Elam kind of went up and, and got it. And, you know, it's been a very, very, you know, uneven start to the career for Kyer Elam, but he's made a couple big plays. I mean, he got beaten pretty badly in London against Calvin Ridley, and, you know, he, he was hurt this earlier this year, and I don't think people knew the nature of that injury. Uh, he's been in healthy scratch mostly, but he had a big interception last year against the – Miami Dolphins in the playoffs, and then again last week on Monday against the Pittsburgh Steelers had a big interception that stopped the uh, Steelers' drive that was fourteen nothing Bills, and eventually made it twenty one nothing after he did that. So we'll see. But yeah, he did. Uh, he might have to play this week with all the injuries the Bills are facing, and we'll get an update from Sean McDermott at twelve forty five p.m. In the meantime, joining us here on the Wester Hotline, sideline reporter for the Kansas City Chiefs on the Chiefs Radio Network, KCSP in Kansas City, our guy. Josh Klingler. Josh, what's going on, man? How is the uh, how is the weather there in Kansas City? <laughs> Have you thought out yet from the game Saturday night? And are you experiencing any snow like we are here in Buffalo? Uh, no snow. It's uh, sunny, and I think it's going to be above ten today. I mean, not a lot of people probably say this, Sal, but I was looking forward to coming to Buffalo to warm up. <laughs> and I know that doesn't happen. Hey, you know what? But it has definitely happened this week. It was it was uh, pretty. Pretty awful last week. I think they said the fourth coldest playoff game, the coldest yeah. ever for sure in Kansas City, and it was every bit of uh, miserable. So um, just to get out of that one was great. So, yeah, looking forward. I know you're going to have, like, you know, uh, four feet of snow or whatever, but um, I'll take yeah. 25 degrees right now. That's for sure. Yeah, it's going to be mid-20s on Sunday. The snow will be gone essentially by then as far as snowing itself we'll still have some around the area like you saw i mean even with the snow we had this weekend you saw that the field looked you know perfectly fine that'll be the case it'll be still cold if you wait another 24 48 hours i think we might be around uh 35 40 degrees here but this game will be played on sunday at 6 30 p.m uh that's the plan 
right now. Uh, that was a very, very cold game in Kansas City. But the Chiefs obviously took care of business, not the way they wanted to in the red zone. It's still some issues there. Um, but how did you feel that they played, the Chiefs themselves, offensively compared to some of the struggles we've seen from them throughout this year? Mm-hmm. I think the playoff game was probably the closest they have played to this is our identity now. Um, not this is the identity we envisioned or this is the offense we thought we'd get to. But I think it was more so this is the offense that they are, which is uh, Isaiah Pacheco running the football, being very effective in the run game, trying to create as much balance as possible. They're never going to be 50-50 in an Andy Reid offense. Um, for a good portion of the season, it was let's give everybody a chance and see what everybody can do. And not enough people stepped up. And so they got to the postseason and said, here's the guys he, we can trust. It's Travis Kelsey. And it's the rookie wide receiver, Rashi Rice. And everybody else, you might get a one-off here or there, but we're going to get it to our guys who are reliable, and we're going to lean on the run game and the defense. And that was as close to, I think, really acknowledging this is the team that is this year's edition of the Kansas City Chiefs, which is a little bit different than it has been. But that was probably really acknowledgement, maybe for the first time. I would say maybe the second-to-last game, which is the one – against Cincinnati where or all the starters did play before they backed off in the final week of the season where they played a little closer to, like, here's who we are rather than who everyone or maybe even themselves believed they were going to be. That's when they're most effective. So uh, can they continue that? Can teams try to take away Kelsey and Rice and force them to go over their directions? Certainly. Uh, but I think it's who they trust right now is a very – limited list in terms of who to throw the football to for Patrick Mahomes. And so it's Kelsey and it's Rice who are uh, a number one and two, and then everybody else, you might get a catch or a look or, or something and you better make the play or he may go away from you. This will be Patrick Mahomes first ever road playoff game. We are talking a lot about that here in Buffalo, right? I mean, the bills, this is what they've been set up for. They've wanted for the last few years, get these guys here at our place, make it tougher on them. Um, you know, you've been to road environments before. I don't think you've, I don't know if you've been to Buffalo or not, not maybe in your current role. The last time, the only time Mahomes ever played here was not, there was no fans in the stands. It was the COVID year. COVID year. Yeah. But I've been to Kansas City and I, I've been to Kansas City, as you know, in plenty of times. And I can tell you how it does affect the communication of the offense. So do you think that will have some sort of bearing on the game plan? And maybe do they have to do anything different given the communication issues? And I will tell you that this skate stadium and Arrowhead to me are very, very similar in crowd noise. Yeah, I mean, and I think sometimes I think road atmospheres can be overvalued. I think they're way fun. Like, they're way yep. more fun to for the home team to be there to be able to cheer and for a road team to go, oh, we can go conquer this. And so I think from a fan perspective, it's been kind of interesting because as the season was going on, I think it was settling in a little bit. Well, they might not play all the playoff games at home. And there's a portion of the fan base that's like, well, good, I'd like to see this. Like, I haven't seen this before. Like, almost like I had a weird board sense. And I – I kept telling people, I I don't care if he never plays a road game. Like, it's ideal to play every game at home. Um, But the fact is, he's better on the road. He's got a better road record than he does home record, if you can believe Mm. that. And so, while it hasn't happened in the postseason, it has happened in the regular season. And he kind of thrives on those things as well. But, yeah, the communication will will be key. And at times, offensively, they haven't been fully in sync. And certainly from a communication perspective, a, a, a fan base like Buffalo's in that stadium on the road could could have some impact uh, for sure. But I think 
they're probably a little bit in the same mindset as some of the fans are with like, hey, let's go take on this challenge and see what it is. Yes. Would you rather be playing at home against Houston? Uh, yeah. I think everybody would say, yes, take take a what I believe is a, a lesser team in Houston and get that in your home building. But um, the challenge ahead in Buffalo, we've seen how great these matchups are. I think it's it's, it's pretty cool that it's going to be in a, in a different venue this go-round. And, you know, two teams that we expect to be kind of in this same mix for the foreseeable future get another uh, attempt at, 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 at playing a little history and game of the weekend and game of the year kind of kind of vibes. I love it. Yeah, the uh, the flip side is true too, right? I mean, where the Bills will have a, a clean communication on their end, they haven't had that, you know, in Arrowhead, obviously. The Chiefs have had that benefit when they played the Bills. And I have seen some somebody uh, tweet out, I'll actually get the uh, person who did because it was really good work on it, said that the Chiefs actually, their pass defense is not as good on the road and by quite a bit. And maybe I'm thinking, is that part of it? You do, on the road, you're, you're basically allowing the home team to have a little better communication, whereas at Arrowhead, it's going to be scaled down. Now that all said, and, you know, we could talk about it, They've done a really good job, especially with some of the younger guys in the secondary and across the defense. What have you seen from the secondary and that side of the ball? And the fact that the Bills will have a cleaner communication on their end, is that something that you know the Chiefs will have to be a little bit more buttoned up on? It is, it is an interesting dynamic of that, right? Because you'd think a road defense has better opportunities for communication because it should be quieter right. when they're on defense. So that Correct. It is kind of weird as opposed to, those other situations, but um, this defense has played really well all season long. I think that, that they're a top five defense in, in, in just about every single category. Uh, they get better as a game continues. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly Chris Jones is the headliner up front, uh, but George Karloftis, the second year defensive end opposite Chris Jones is a double digit sack guy this year. He has been uh, terrific. They've had um, great play from their linebacker, Nick Bolton, who's back and healthy after missing some games. And um, he's their communicator, so he'll be charged with a lot of uh, those kind of things on the road. And then, yeah, the secondary is playing with a chip on their shoulder, uh, Legereus Sneed specifically. He has locked down every single guy mm-hmm. he has faced all season long and then um, wasn't on the all-pro team. And that not only fired him up, but fired the entire secondary up. They're really steamed uh, that he's not getting the, the accolades and he's been fantastic. I mean, it's uh, he's a guy also that's coming up on a contract year at just the most amazing time, not to say he wasn't playing well beforehand, but the chiefs didn't weren't able to get something with him done before the season because of the Chris Jones contract. And so he was kind of put on the back burner and his agents just got to be frothing because uh, the kid has gone out and just taken on all yeah. comers. Uh, has yet to give up a, a touchdown one-on-one. He's basically, in, a, in an age where it's really hard to be a shutdown corner, he has been a shutdown corner. And then the second-year guy, Trent McDuffie, has been about as good. Uh, so they have played really well at the corner spot specifically. Um, and then, uh, just all told, the defense has been really good, except for turning people over. They haven't turned people over a lot with mm. this defense, but... They have limited points. They've been great in the sack department, and their two corners specifically have played, you know, Pro Bowl level football all year. I, I want to give credit to Adam from Cover One for that stat I gave you. He actually wrote uh, that it was the Chiefs. Here, I'll give it to you. 
Uh, home field advantage been a huge advantage for the Chiefs. Pass defense, on average, they give up an additional 10.8 expected points per 60 plays on the road versus at Arrowhead. Anyway, that's where I got that stat from. You do say, and I agree with you, by the way, Chris Jones has been a nightmare for the Bills. He has been a game wrecker for the Bills a lot of times when they've played here over the last several years. That said, I'm looking for one advantage the Bills could have. Is it the run game against the Chiefs defense? Because the analytics, the numbers show 24th in yards per play against, 18th yards per game. But is that also maybe because the Chiefs say, hey, look, we'll let you run a little bit because, you know, we have Patrick Mahomes. If you want to get in a shootout, that's fine, and we'll be able to do that to you. Not so much this year. Um, that has been the, probably the case before. They'll, they'd acquiesce a little bit of yep. that. Um, it's It's been different this year because it hasn't been that – comfortable for the defense they have to go out okay. and put out a lot of fires this year so but can they be a little more susceptible in the run game yeah i think they're outstanding okay. in the in the past game they're outstanding of getting to the quarterback from the sack department they can be a little bit leaky in the run game i think that was definitely going to be a concern a week ago i think uh you know mostert and achan and to a certain extent the their third running back wilson you, you felt like that that could be something that the dolphins maybe would try to exploit a little more. I think it would behoove the Bills and not give them a game plan that they don't probably already have right. or, you know, any unsolicited information. But, but yeah, I think you test the run defense first and foremost, whether it's uh, with Cook or, or with, with Allen. I mean, we know Josh Allen's a terrible matchup for just about anybody and ran well, obviously, a week ago. And so, yeah, I think you, you, have, to, you have to start there, which seems to me, Sal, correct me if I'm wrong, as much as I was talking about the – the Chiefs kind of playing to their identity last week offensively. I thought that's what impressed me about Buffalo last week. I thought that was probably playing to the identity a little bit more. Um, uh, don't don't force anything silly. Uh, don't commit uh, you know uh, turnover in the in the red zone type of thing. Run the football. Uh, take your checkdowns when they're there. Uh, use Josh Allen effectively in the run game. I thought I thought the Bills probably played offensively to their. Uh, you know, best identity as well. So it'll be interesting to see the the chess match in this one. I, I think it just matches up so well as well. It's going to be a, a really cool um, head-to-head because I don't I don't see a lot of glaring advantages one way or another. I just think these are two pretty good teams that match up pretty well to to what each other does. Yeah, I agree with all that, what you said. Now, it got a little uneven for the Bills in the second half because the Steelers attacked the second level because the Bills were down so many guys. And they might be this week. We don't know. Mm-hmm. A lot of injuries for the Bills. We don't even know how they're going to get through, what's going to happen. You got practice issues, weather issues, all that kind of stuff. All right, that said, what about the Chiefs? What are we looking at on their injury report as of right now leading into the week? Well, knock on wood, they're about as healthy as they have been for a good portion of the season. Some of the... <laughs> It's kind of funny. Some of the injured guys are the are the ones that fans don't want to play anyway. There's like there's like a couple wide right. receivers that are like just take just take them out of the mix so that uh, so that the uh, that out of their arsenal. But uh, they're pretty healthy uh, in this one, as you can be for this time of the year. Uh, they did lose their their starting left tackle, Wanya Morris. He was on the concussion protocol last week. We're assuming we haven't heard from from the the, the team yet. They'll speak for the first time here midday today, but. Um, he could be ready to go. We'll see what they do at left tackle. Donovan Smith's a veteran who started the year. He got injured. The rookie Morris came in. Then he got to the concussion protocol. So you're not exactly sure how they're going to shake out. A little bit susceptible maybe at the tackle spots as well. That would be the other spot where I think uh, you'd have to keep an eye on. We know Buffalo's really good at, at on the edges, and I have – I have nightmares of uh, of Rousseau and Oliver. I think those two guys are menaces that are that are always a problem, seemingly for the Chiefs. Uh, but but where they're at the tackle position, Juwan Taylor hasn't played 
has uh, played okay at times, but he's been one of the most penalized players in the league this year at the right tackle spot. The left tackle's been between two guys. That's probably the main uh, injury and in how they'll handle who's coming back. Um, Isaiah Pacheco had a late season injury, but played in in week uh, 17 and then played in the in the playoff game with no problems. Uh, so he looks to be good to go. So they're they're relatively healthy uh, considering this time of the year. And again, a couple wide receivers who no fans want to see have been on the injury report last couple of weeks. They're like, that's cool. Just leave them there. Just leave them there. We don't want to see them anyway. So um, I think they're going to be pretty healthy, actually, for this one, at least compared to what the Bills look like, as you mentioned, on defense specifically. All right, last question. I am sorry. I have to ask you this. You know, I, I feel bad asking you, but it's just it's part of our radio duty to ask you, is Taylor Swift coming to Orchard Park? I don't know for sure, but I would I would think so. She's been a pretty regular presence, and so I would I would I would think so. I mean, she's been just about everywhere when there hasn't been a concert, and the only thing that has stopped her from going to games was her concert tour. Other than that, she's been she's been everywhere. She's been in New York. She's been to uh, uh, Green Bay. She's been. I mean, uh, I I would imagine. I would imagine she'll be, she'll indeed uh, be there, but they, it's amazing because this has been such a huge phenomenon, obviously, and 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 mm-hmm. fodder for the tabloids. To Kansas City's credit, I think that they have not scared her, which was my fear. Like we're going to smother her, and she's not going to want to be here. You know what I mean? I mean she mm-hmm. she comes, interacts with the fans. Obviously, they you know have great security, kind of whisk her in and out of places or whatever. But she kind of. You know, we don't know. We don't. We never know. She's in town, and nobody seems to really like care. Like they've kind of left the two of them alone, which is surprisingly cool. It's been like more of a story for you know Page Six than it really has for anybody in Kansas City. So she's kind of she's kind of a, a, an adopted uh, an adopted daughter of Kansas City now. So yeah, she kind of you know is in town here and there, and and seemingly is left alone to her business. So, but I would think I don't I I don't think there's a concert. So I would happen to. To believe she'll be uh, she'll be in Buffalo. All right, I, I think it's cool. Out, I, I think it's cool. I think, those, yeah, doubtful she's sitting out in one of those seats. You have to shovel out or anything, but um, I'm well, not sure that they'll carve. Will she be breaking a table in the parking lot? Will she be doing any of that? That would be awesome, but I I don't think that's going to be the case. <laughs> but uh, they'll, they'll probably not. They'll sneak her in some way and probably find a way up to a suite. No, I I, I think it's cool, man. I think it's cool that. Uh, you know, she's enjoying the NFL experience, it appears, and that she's supporting Travis. I mean, you know, I'm not one of these, I'm not these, one of these people that has the, the take of just this is ridiculous and all this attention. It's cool, man. I mean, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's great to see, uh, a, a star celebrity like that be absorbed into it and, like you said, welcomed into it and taking it all in stride. I, I think that's super cool, actually, to be honest with you. Yeah. I have a, a teenage daughter and, and, and teenage son as well. The son's kind of like, well, whatever. He's more in the football aspect of it. And the daughter is like, mm-hmm. I mean, she, I lean on her. She's my, you know, I, I tell me, tell me, you know, the tabloid stuff. I don't, I don't pay attention to this stuff. Let me know. But uh, just, the, just the way that it's incorporated other people into football that, that probably wouldn't. I mean, I know it's jokingly like, oh, it's all Swifties. Yep. No, it's like young people. And, and mm-hmm. there's a, there's a news aspect to it. And there's a following aspect to it. I mean, there's, there's teenagers probably all over that are following football that that hadn't followed football before or have more of an interest in football now. And so, uh, what's wrong with that, right? The NFL is always looking to expand its 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 fan base, and I don't think I don't feel like I'm bugged by it that it's gotten in the way of anything. Certainly hasn't here in in Kansas City. I get they're going to show her on television, 
Uh, but if you're super duper annoyed by that, I just don't, I just don't understand. It's not that, not that big a deal. She hasn't gotten involved in the, uh, you know, the football stuff. It hasn't interfered with, with, uh, with Travis's game or anything. Right. So everybody's cool with it here. And it's been, it's been kind of fun to see, I guess the, the number of extra people that have kind of jumped on board the NFL train. It's, I think it's, I think it's been neat. Josh, I got to run. Thank you so much. As always, I'll talk to you on your show on Friday, buddy. All right. Sounds good. Looking forward to this huge game. It's going to be a blast. Can't wait. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you then. We'll see you this weekend. Safe travels up here. Josh Klingler, Chiefs Radio Network sideline reporter. One final break. We'll come back here. We'll wrap things up here on the Extra Point Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.